Hey, you guys, welcome back. It's Missy with the Don't Call Us Pretty podcast, and I'm here with my co host, Miss Nicola. What's going on, guys? We are hope you have. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Okay, I didn't Started under again. I didn't understand the I assignment. I, was say, I hope you're having a great uh, talk, talk on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, ooh. I'm done. I'm just gonna end. Do you like take tacos it over. on Tuesday, Missy? Take it over. <laughs> I give up. Take it over. Are we still rolling? Can I just go? No, okay. I think this is this should probably just be the pretty moment okay, at this point. Because like you yes. just created our own pretty moment. Move, move along. Okay. Okay. That's it. Um, do I? <laughs> it's Taco Tuesday. <laughs> so I was like, do I just like somersault into? Hey guys, it's like, oh, don't call us pretty. <laughs> no, I already said it okay. before Taco Tuesday. Okay, here we just are. Just introduce our guest who probably thinks we're Y'all. fucking nuts. I love it. <laughs> we are in for a treat today, and by treat I mean some glam when it comes to our fingernails. We got Sarah nails it in studio today, and we are so excited to have her. So happy to be here. Oh my gosh, you are incredible at what you do. I can't wait to dive into your craft and hear all about it. So I have so many questions. Yeah. So many questions. Okay. So Sarah, tell us a little bit about like who you are and what you do, where you're located, things like that. Yeah. I'm Sarah Mundy. I do nails. Sarah nails it. And I'm in Louisville. Mm -hmm. Um, I specialize in natural nails, um, the longevity of getting your nails healthy and strong. um, Because as girls, like we love to have long, pretty Mm -hmm. nails, but Um, A lot of people get hung up on when they're super fragile, frail, weak. So I specialize in getting you away from that. And Mm -hmm. then just to throw some fun into it, I do a lot of art. Oh, my gosh. Y'all have to check out her Instagram page. It'll be in the show notes. But it's really good art, too. After I uh, like Nicola had first told me about her, I went and creeped, of course, because (laughs) I mean, duh. And her artwork on these nails is like it's amazing. It's really fucking cool. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So. It's literally just like a, a walking canvas, you know, and I think that, that that is a super amazing craft for you to have, but then also for all of your clients to show off on your behalf. So it's like, you know, everywhere you go, especially like when I, when I went and saw her, I brought her a plethora. I was like, so I have this idea and she's like, Ooh, let's go for it. <laughs> and I'm like, you're probably going to hate me, no, but let's just try it. Was so much fun. I don't know how she, long that took. She quite literally nailed it to a T. <laughs> I mean, they were fabulous and like they were, they were jewelry. And I went to Vegas with these nails. People stopped me the entire trip and they're like, Oh my God, can I see your nails? And I'm like, this is so fun that like, this is like a form of like art expression, you know? And I think it's cool for the artist. It's also cool for the client that has them because you both have like that moment of recognition together of like teamwork. And you're like, Oh my God, I was like part of the creation of just like, Obviously, I didn't really contribute to like the process of it, but I was there for it. I so sat like the there. same Stones. thing. <laughs> I sat there for it. Right. How long did that take you to do that? Um, how long was that? Like, I, it really two didn't. Hours total. Yeah. But we built her from scratch. Like yeah. we okay. built her extensions. Um, you came in with short nails, and we right. wanted to go like long and exaggerated with the stones and everything. So that was the part that probably took the most time. But then doing the art and jewelry, that part goes pretty quick. So let's somersault off of that real quick and just yeah. dive into it. So you specialize in soft gel, 
Yes. What is that? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I can kind of like tell you all the difference in what you would get at like a walk-in salon versus soft gel Mm because that's typically like how I explain it to my clients. Um, Soft gel is a flexible gel that you can build out the length so you can make extensions with them. Um, But they're cool because they are more flexible than like acrylic or next gen, but they still have the strength of next gen, dip powder, things like that. So cool. To, That's like, what I was going to ask. Do they break easily because they are softer? Ugh. Okay, no, cool. They don't. So um, I call it nail rehab. It's kind of a thing that like I start whenever like a client does come in and has like super weak nails. They've been wearing acrylic for years. And not to say that acrylic damages nails because truthfully, like I know a lot of artists who do phenomenal acrylic, but a lot of your walk-in shops are not using like the best products. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard, you know, they pop them off with a credit card, which makes my skin oh, literally crawl. I mean, I do that sitting in traffic and I yeah. regret it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and your nails Keep are going. so sad. Yeah. Um, so we kind of like rehab the nails, start a little bit shorter and then we can go longer just as time goes on and we get that um, more fragile nail grown out. Okay. Uh, yeah. So you build a base off of your natural nail. You don't, you never do the plastic add on tips. I don't anything. do plastic okay. add on tips, but I do a service called gel X extensions. And those are extensions that are completely made out of gel. Oh. They look like press ons. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. The, the cool thing is though, the product that you use for it, it's obviously a lot better and stronger and durable than just wearing a press on nail. So how long do those last? Uh, typically two to four weeks. Mm-hmm. So like a normal nail. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm growling. Oh, I was. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Um, okay. So when I was creeping on your page, I noticed that you, and I wanted to know if you still do this. Um, you, I guess, I would assume you started maybe during COVID, or maybe you were doing this before the to the um, at home kits, yeah. where you would sell those. So people basically, it's like a press on. Mm-hmm. home nail kit yeah. but lasts longer yeah so is that something you started to pivot your business during covid or yeah it's really funny it took me exactly less than 48 hours of working at Domino's when the salon got shut down oh my gosh to yep. realize that i did not want to do anything other than nails like i always knew like nails was it but then whenever the salon had the mandate where we shut down i was like okay Domino's is not it <laughs> so i quite literally packed up my entire salon, took everything home with me and used those nails that I used for gel X extensions and created press ons. I was creating like custom sets and pre-made sets and it's been cool. I don't have time to, um, keep that up like I did during Mm -hmm. the shutdown, but I every now and then do little releases Mm -hmm. because there's so many people who want to see me that I don't have time for, unfortunately. And so I've been able to like for Christmas, I did a, Mm -hmm. you know, a release of press ons for Valentine's. I'm about to do a release for press ons. So it's a fun way. I love that. Wear my art. Yeah. Yeah. When you do a release, do you only, I assume you only release so many quantity at a time. Yeah. So for Christmas I released, um, between 10 and 15 sets. Okay. And then for Valentine's, I'm going to do closer to like five to seven sets. Oh, wow. Exclusive. That, exclusive. That should yeah. be an NFT, Blair. That could be an NFT. It's the exclusivity of the nails. He's like, I'm done with y'all. Am I wrong? <laughs> I'm not wrong. Where's the I'm line? not wrong. <laughs> See, I learned something from a previous podcast. So shout out to Blair. <laughs> you should be proud. <laughs> but I love that because it also kind of keeps your fan base going as far yeah. as like your followers. And, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that the world of Instagram is just so mind boggling when you really sit down and you're like, oh, my God, there's so many people that can follow me, see me, watch me, whatever they do. And they don't even live in Texas. Like they don't yeah. even live 
anywhere near me, but they have the opportunity to have a piece of Sarah um, on their nails. And like, they wouldn't ever have that any other way. I think when you look at DFW as a whole, there's maybe a, a literal handful of actual <laughs> nail texts <laughs> that are good with when it comes to like art and shaping. It's not right. like a like obviously there's walk in nail salons on every corner. But when you find someone that can actually do these Pinterest nails that everyone's pinning with the cute designs and the mm-hmm. swirls and all the things that you're not going to find that at just any walk in. So there's like a few I can only think of like five in all of DFW that are like worth you know that can actually do these designs that you can walk and show them a pinterest picture and that's what you're going to walk out with right so i imagine you guys stay insanely busy right the fact that you do it naturally because i know the ones that i'm thinking of do the uh plastic tip add-on and and all that stuff so this even sets you even further apart from those people because you do it a more natural way a healthier way Sarah also um specializes in a very interesting manicure that i've literally never had and my entire existence of influencing or doing whatever I've done, like in the past with my nails and stuff. Um, and the manicure was done with all drill bits. Yeah. Yeah. So can you tell us about that? So I use an, um, e-file and the way that I clean up cuticles and Mm -hmm. prep your nails and everything is all done with the e-file. So it's really cool because I know a lot of people have fears of, you know, cuticle nippers getting cut, all of that. And I'll still go in with cuticle nippers, but for the most part, I'm able to totally prep and get your nails ready with these little bits. Um, it was so little cool. diamond bits. So yeah, no, it, it was so much like fun. A little massage, you know, yeah, so. it was nice. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. All right, I need to get on the books for that. So how far yeah. out are you booked? Yeah. So my books, um, whew, it's it's kind of a interesting thing. My books are closed technically, um, just because I'm at full capacity mm-hmm. right now. Um, but I always post like when I have last minute openings, they typically get like taken within less than two hours. Um, but I'm hoping to open up my books. I want to try to start taking like new clients, mm-hmm. maybe two to three new clients a month, try mm-hmm. to like fit in, like, even if it's just a one-time appointment because they want to like have them for a special event or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, but I book out pretty much a year at a time. <laughs> so have you ever considered training and like training an apprentice to learn your method? And so that way you're able to accept like new people into. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay. actually beginning a mentorship program with somebody like <gasps> very soon. I so y'all stay tuned. Okay, cool. Yeah. She just got uh, fully licensed and everything. And so yeah. I'm going to mentor her and kind of just take her under my wing, teach her art, teach her the social media side of it, um, clientele, how to keep a clientele, how to book it prices all of that mm-hmm. so you're building your nail army yeah, that's what i'm going She's for building that brand. so love i love that, that. so yeah. you have um your salon currently that's in lewisville yeah and is that like an aspiration that you have that you want to then start hiring on other nail techs and then getting them under your mentorship and then having them work for you yeah i mean i would love to one day own the salon that i'm in it's my family salon mm-hmm. and so um, my dad, whenever he retires, I'm next in line to own it. And That's so, awesome. um, of course right now it's booth rental and I, I really love that structure might keep with mm-hmm. it. Um, but I guess only time will tell how we move forward with that. But I do hope to train quite yeah. a few nail artists because there's just not enough who yeah. do the good, healthy, mm-hmm. fun 
art and that you can trust. Like nothing feels better than being able to go in, have a relationship with your nail tech or your hairdresser. Right. The person who does your Botox, like it just feels safer to have that relationship. Mm -hmm. And so there's nothing more that I want for like the nail industry than for everyone to have that. Well, and I feel like it's, you know, you hear about microbladers, you know, and permanent makeup, they have apprenticeships and trainings. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, these people go on to start their own and same with, you know, other avenues in the beauty industry, lash techs, things like mm-hmm. that. But there's not really actually a client of mine is the first one that I know of, like locally that um, she does nails and she does some crazy art stuff and is really good with like kind of the shaping, you know, because yeah. coffin and all those stiletto, all those right, different right. shapes. It's not everybody gets right. Not everybody gets shaping right. And so she started offering trainings and like sells, you know, she has her own kits made for her people awesome. that she's training. And I was just, you know, cause I follow her on social media and I'm just like, man, go you for like yeah. being a nail tech and like training other nail techs to do what's in and what's fashionable right now. And yeah. I don't know if hers are like a healthy way or not, but right. it's nail art and she's training people to learn this because there yeah. really isn't enough mm-hmm. of that out there. Yeah. And yeah. Sure. other nail ones that I know in Dallas that nail techs in Dallas that they're busy and they have clientele, but they aren't trained. I mean, that's to me, that's another source of income. If you can offer like a once a month training, right? Exactly. teach your method, especially if you have such a rare method like yours, it, yeah. it helps you brand, you know, as a whole. And there right. are people coming, you know, would, I would imagine would come in from yeah. other local states and things to learn your method. Yeah. So, I mean, there's only one of me and I can only yeah. do so much. And so that's why I'm so big about like community over competition. Mm-hmm. Like let's train each other up. Let's be sure. girl bosses yeah. all together. Let's yeah. I love that. There's like, enough for everyone. There's enough for everybody. Oh, yeah. I, you know, yeah. Yeah. I have a wait list of like 300. I'd love to share that with somebody who I trust. Okay. Know? Like going into that because, you know, obviously we have a variety of listeners that listen to us. I am sure there is someone that listens to us that is wanting to be an aspiring nail artist. Yeah. So what did you do to set yourself apart from the beginning to gain such traction that you have that type of wait list behind your name? Like, yeah. I mean, like, what do you think were some of your like top suggestions that you're like, yes, I did this. And because of, I, you know, because of right. this and I got that. Yeah. And that's where I am now. Um, there's a like few things <laughs> on that that come to mind. Um, the first thing being like, figure out what your niche is. Like there are so many different types of nail art out there. Mm-hmm. There are people who specialize in the whole rhinestone, but dazzling the nails. Like, um, that's all they do every day, you know? And then there's people who specialize in cartoon artwork and like the very fine details. Mm-hmm. And then there's people like me who specialize in like abstract art. And I think it's so important, um, to figure out like what it is that brings you joy that like you mm-hmm. enjoy doing, mm-hmm. um, because you're going to be better at it if you enjoy doing it. Right. Um, and the second thing that comes to mind, like my dad taught me this from like a very young age is that people don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. And like, I just love Mm, that because that's great. I feel like for me, people are going to stick with you while you figure out your niche or while you figure out like what it is that you love to do Mm -hmm. as long as you care about them. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's people I've, I've messed up their nails. I've gotten polished all over their cuticle, you know, but here I am nine years later and they still are a valuable, like loyal customer to me. I love that advice. I care about them. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that. And then the last thing I, um, piece of advice that like really this is when Instagram like first became like what it is now and it was just starting to blow up I mean there wasn't even video on Instagram yet Mm -hmm. I mean that was still just Snapchat you know um but I would 
have my girls come in, do their nails, do their nail art. And at the end, I would take a picture of them with their nails, something Mm -hmm. like that they loved. Mm -hmm. And people started coming in and they were like, I did my hair and my makeup for this appointment. Like I couldn't wait for my nail picture. And so I started like, if you post this picture on your Instagram feed, I'll give you 10% off on your next service. Oh, I love that. So it, all of their followers saw it and then yeah. their followers saw it and their followers saw it. But more importantly, like they felt excited to like show off the yeah. art that they just mm-hmm. got and feel good about it. So, yeah. so just a few things with the nails that you do, how often are people needing to come back for them? So after, how yeah. often are you seeing like your regular clients? Yeah. Um, I would say on average three to four weeks. Okay. It's definitely a personal preference. If you, if it drives you absolutely crazy that your nails grow you mm-hmm. know, quick and you don't like to see that growth, right. Then two to three weeks. But typically I have clients going about four weeks is my average, I would say. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So do you run your social media now? And is that, do you find that that's still kind of your main um, referral base or is it word of mouth or are you doing yeah. any sort of Google ads, Facebook ads, right, any or sort influencer of, yeah. Yeah. Like partnership choosing yeah. to market your business? Yeah. Um, mostly through Instagram. I do run my own Instagram account and I, I've never done like a Google or Facebook ad before. Um, trying to get more into the reels. Right. That's <laughs> something that's funny since I've been on Instagram since, you know, the whole influencer thing kind of started. I'm like, whoa, now I have to learn how to make a reel. This is so tricky. <laughs> um, so just like staying up with the current times of like right. what is going on. Um, so TikTok, reels, all of that. But um, I, I forgot what I was saying. I mean, that's a job in itself, honestly. Yeah, no, it I'm is. It's a full time. Yeah, it's like, tough. I have four. I think I finally had one that she's went, got it. I finally had one that went viral yeah, and good. I felt really cool. I was like, <laughs> I did it. Yes. Uh, but then I started realizing that I like was putting time into a video on social media and I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this doesn't really matter. So, um, it's not, but I will say that yet. it does, it does gain your exposure, you yeah. know, and it's the more people that see you and you know, it's even crazy. I went to dinner this like two days ago, Um, with a girl that I've never met, I met her on social media and she started following me like a year and a half ago. She's super girly, girly. And she's like, I'm coming to Dallas and I want you to come to dinner and meet all of my girlfriends. And I was like, okay, yeah, that'd be fun. And I'm like, you know, if we would have like turned back time 10 years ago and someone would have said that people would have been like, you just met someone on the internet. Like you should, you should not (laughs) go do that. But you know, it's crazy how social media makes everyone so accessible that like you really like get to see them to their entirety before you even meet them. But what was crazy was one of the girls that was sitting there was like, Oh my God, you have a podcast. Like you're the, you're the don't call us pretty podcast. And I'm like, I don't know if I won't ever be mind blown of like people recognizing me or picking, you know, us out in a crowd for our our podcast. It happened to me last week with a client that drove in from Shreveport to the med spa. Yeah. She, heard about she found the podcast somehow and then got you know i love that creeped and saw that i did injections and she lives in shreveport and there's not a good injector out there and so she drove in from shreveport and on her referral paperwork allison when i went to go get her was like she found about you through your podcast that is so and of course it's like the one day i look like shit at work i'm like great you're like (laughs) <laughs> got it but i mean no it yeah. is crazy because like you know when you stay with the times of where social media is moving as much as like i said in an earlier podcast i repel learning new things to like a level of like i'm like oh that sounds so stupid i don't want to learn it but 
you know, it's like it works in your favor. And then it also works to fill your pocketbooks and keep your pocketbooks full. So those things actually do matter as much as like in my head, I'm like, this is pretend the world of social media is this weird, like alternative alternate universe. Okay. I'm like, I don't know what you're trying to say. That, um, that like, it doesn't exist and it doesn't really count, but it does count. And it's crazy how like you gain your traction, you gain your exposure and you have your followers and you have the people that want to then book with you or you have the girls that like, you know, can't book with you. So they want to buy your nails, you know, when you do your flash sales and all of that is just like so phenomenal to see and to witness And, um, a question that I actually had is, you know, with all of these things constantly staying current, like in social media, I can only assume in the nail world that you constantly are having new techniques, new products, new everything. Like, how do you stay involved in that community enough to know what's coming or like what's cutting edge and, and what, like, how do you know that? Yeah. So again, Props goes to social media for that. Okay. All right. Um, I'm a part of some influencerships that I get to, you know, try out the product before it comes out, which is awesome. Um, but then also just keeping community like on Instagram. There's so many of us who are friends we've never even met in real life, but we're just nail friends and we can ask each other questions. Yeah. And there's so many classes online now, which is really awesome to stay up with the most the new art, the new techniques, the new this. And so, um, that really became more popular during COVID. I used to attend a class every year in California. Um, but now there's so many online classes. And so, yeah, just keeping up with that, um, so that you make sure that you're always like on top. Mm -hmm. It's kind of just continuing education really, you know, just to keep your craft. Do they have, so like in the med spa world, they have, um, like big conventions. Yeah. Did they have that for nail techs or yeah. for that industry where yeah. there's different brands that attend and all yeah. that? One of my favorite ones is nail pro it's in Pasadena, California. And like all of the best like <laughs> nail companies. I mean, it literally like I dream about it. It's so much fun. Um, which is just like, wow, I'm really just a big old nail geek. I just <laughs> love to like go learn it all. Um, but it's like every single booth you'll, you get to learn, you get to watch, you get to try, you get to look at the different glitters in person and all the different colors. And, um, there's classes and conventions with all of that. So it used to, I mean, nails have come seriously so far Yeah. because just years ago when I started, it was hard to find a nail only show because it was really just cosmetology. It was like hair with a few nail booths, you know, whereas now nails have really in the past few years have become so popular. Everybody just loves nails and nail art. And so going to that convention is always a really good time. And then we get to meet our Instagram friends. So yeah, did yeah. you in real life. start when you got in this industry? Cause you said mentioned nine years. Is that how long yeah. you've been doing it? Yeah. Okay. So did you start, did you learn your method that you do now or that you specialize in, in, I guess, is it beauty cosmetology school? Yeah. Um, or did you have to like start with everything that everybody else knows? And then you kind of what made you get into this method, I guess, is what more or less yeah. what I'm asking. Um, How did that happen? I did not learn it in school. I actually got in trouble in school a lot because they were like, Sarah, you have to cut hair. You're going to be a cosmetologist. And I was like, I don't want to cut hair. I just want to do nails. <laughs> um, so I always got in trouble at school. Um, sorry to my teachers. Um, but the um, the way that I learned these techniques and methods 
were through other nail techs who started them. And whenever it became, you know, for the first probably five years of doing nails, I just did regular gel manicures. I did pedicures. Um, I worked at a spa actually for the first year of my career and mm -hmm. just learned like the professional side of it and how to give a super relaxing pedicure. And that's fun because I still do pedicures and everything, but um, I really didn't learn these techniques up until probably about three or four years ago. Okay. So, um, just through other artists and yeah. yeah, those tech, those, um, conventions that I went to is where I first learned about it. Got it. So. Okay. I think it's brilliant. Cause I mean, I think that's really set you apart, you know, as someone that has seen a lot of different nail techs and, um, gotten reached out by a lot of nail techs, you know, what you offer and what you specialize in is very specific and it's very special. And I mean, I think that that's huge. And I think for anyone that's listening, you know, and even what you said earlier, like find your niche, you know, that was your niche. And that's what made you stand out that I was like, I want to go see her. She does cool stuff. Like, yeah. and I, I've never heard of it. So it's like, okay, I want to know something new that like no one else knows about. Yeah. So knowing the cutting edge of it as a consumer stance, I think gives that appeal of like, okay, well that, that that's your want factor. No wonder why your books are like closed is because too many people are like, well, we want to know more about it. We want to like experience that and know what that feels like and, yeah. and what it looks like and what it wears like. So props to you in that aspect. I think that that's huge when it comes to setting yourself apart and you've really done your due diligence of Thank making you. that happen. Thank you. I like the health side of that too. Like yeah. I feel yeah. like, you know, knowing that if you're going to do these things, because I mean, we've, I've been doing acrylic nails, gel nails, all the things yeah. and dip since, since high school yeah. so, or junior high, I guess probably was the first time I had acrylic nails. But, um, to know that like, these things that we're doing, I don't think we really think about the long-term effects of the things that we're doing or these products that maybe any sort of regular walk-in shop, it's not the best product. You don't really know right. what they're putting. And, um, so I feel like knowing I'm doing something to my natural nail and building right. something healthy that if I decided to stop doing it one day that I'm going to have yeah. a healthy nail underneath. Cause I feel like that's a common, at least with me, like I'll be like, oh, I want to have short nails and take a break and give my nails a, a breather, right. essentially. But then they look so damaged that it makes me want to put the Just go right. back and get right. it again. Right. Yeah, because my yeah. natural nail looks so damaged because right. I do, I constantly have nails on. Mm. Um, and so I think, and then I'm a, a nail picker, which is also <laughs> why I do. You're the things. credit card girl. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm like... If I have a natural, every time I try and do, I, I can't do gel yeah. because I will pick the gel polish yep. off and then I will pick my nail and it's, it's a nervous thing. So that's why I have to have like something hard, a hard yeah. base, but a healthier hard base. I like that aspect right. of it. Yeah. So you would probably really like gel X then. Yeah, I, no, you would. Yeah. Well, I loved it. You got time for one more new client, girl. All right. <laughs> Slide me on in. Put her thank on your you. books. Put me on the books. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for coming yeah, to our podcast so today. It was such a pleasure. Um, Thank you guys for also tuning in and listening to Nicola and Missy on Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> Clearly I'm hungry, honestly. I love a good We're, taco though. You know, <laughs> Taco okay. Tuesday, Tequila Tuesday, it's all the same. Yeah, well, we'll just see you regardless. If you taco or if you're tequila, we'll see you next Tuesday. Bye, you guys. Uh-oh. <laughs>